0: I was such a bootlicker as a kid. I think I was just like, why would someone working for the government do something bad?
1: (laughs) All these Jewish Jewish people are really angry at these people who are just trying to make sure that everybody just is proud to be a Roman.
0: (laughs) And I'm proud to be be a a Roman. Roman.
1: (laughs) Where I'm not really that free. (laughs) yeah i and i won't forget the man who died right there next to me (laughs) (laughs) dearly beloved welcome to the unblessed podcast where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text that good book itself the holy bible We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex-FCA bullies. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott, did you ever like, were you ever in FCA and did you ever give me by like a wedgie or a swirly? <laughs> Would you like...
0: I know you- what the note said on this episode <laughs> and I was expecting you to say a different word. <laughs> you changed... The it is. two S's, two, two, two L's, <laughs> and pivoted and said bullies, because you care about me.
1: <laughs> I do care about you, because uh, I have to ask you what something means. Oh, God.
0: Well, Scott, bullies. what's FCA? <laughs> oh, FCA. Yeah. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which, funny enough, um, you didn't have to be a school, at least where I went um, to school in FCA, you didn't even have to be an athlete to join. It was just a club. You're an so, athlete
1: if you're dodging sin.
0: That's right. If you're running the
1: race, if you're running the, the race, race, that's right. If the God race. is lifting you up on the wings of eagles, if you, you are, are
0: putting on your armor of God every day.
1: Yeah. If your you're putting hands. on, if you're putting on your jockstrap of righteousness, your jockstrap for <laughs> Jesus. Your 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 cup of holiness.
0: <laughs> the cup of holiness.
1: The holy grail.
0: Yep of penis protection. Um, FCA was the Fellowship of Christian Athletes.
1: And it hey, was, we said penis as so it wasn't me. Hey, there we go. I said like in an
0: anatomical sense, you know, I was just pointing on the chart, Evan. Pointing on the chart, okay? That's Pointing on the chart is different than getting a cheap laugh
1: from the rafters. <laughs> I think you were pointing at the chart and still getting a cheap laugh. I think both things can be true. Okay, you
0: got me. Um, But I think it was designed to be specifically for athletes, mm-hmm. judging by the name, where they yep. would just group up together before games and do little sing songs and Bible study and get ready to pounce on people for the Lord.
1: And then some chess player with eczema was like, I'm an athlete.
0: Yeah. Then suddenly they realized that, oh, we could make money off of this if we include more kids um, and sell more material and whatnot. Yeah. So um i don't know why i got involved with mine i i think it's because it's the only school sanctioned christian club that would meet like in the mo- like at school like there was nothing else that was at school ground that was like allowed to be oh a christian club Everything- ours
1: did not meet at school it met oh. at like a person's house
0: oh interesting yeah See, that's so a, was, that was a pull for me yeah
1: it what was a, it? a uh it was a separate like bible study essentially and so it was like I remember my friend Carson was like, "I probably should not name drop people." Um, <laughs> my Another friend on Evans, <laughs> my name <is> Jesus, <laughs>
0: name drop a person, never knows.
1: <laughs> Jesus, um, who, who the fuck knows? Know. Uh, my friend Carson, they were like, "Hey, you should come and uh, to Fellowship of Christian Athletes," and I was like, "Sure." And I went there, and I kind of stayed for about like ten minutes, and I was like, "I think this oh, is boring."
0: This sucks. Yeah, it's boring. Because um, yeah.
1: it was like one person gets up and just says like, I think this devotion means this thing. Ooh. All right. Who wants pizza? So it's kind of like
0: youth group without most of the fun things about youth group.
1: Yeah, it was youth group without a section to play dodgeball.
0: Yeah. Did Was it all guys? Did you have girls?
1: No, it, was, it was a good mix you of uh, mix? guys and gals. I'm pretty sure that's oh. where everybody hooked up was FCA. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, my poll was that I was just such a on fire Jesus freak that mm-hmm. I thought the idea of having a club that met at school was like so wild. And I was like, Yeah, we can people can watch us like as we're doing our worship services. Cause we would meet at six fifteen AM on Wednesdays. And so God bless my father. He would drive me there when I was a freshman because I didn't have a car yet. So my dad would get up early. Shout out to Jim Moran. What a guy. Damn. But he would drive me every Wednesday cuz I just so deeply cared about um I would put all the slides together and we'd sing songs. I had my little acoustic guitar and my weird haircut and my jeans and uh yeah, we'd do like three or four songs and then we'd do like a devotional and like kind of like a fun game and then like we just hang out before school started.
1: Um yeah,
0: which I was could right, like, sing of your
1: women. love forever. Oh, that was in the rotation. 12 people fully asleep in the front row. I
0: was going to say, like, two people that were somewhat paying attention, the teacher that was... We had to have a teacher or a representative there every yeah. Wednesday, too. So we, had to, so we had, like, one of our math
1: teachers was I don't know if we there. had to have some of like that. See, the joke of FCA for us was that it was just... It it was fellowship of Christian athletes, like yeah. it, it was it, you were athlete first, like kind of always, and it was just kind of a way to just kind of like stamp the mm. Christian card, um, and like make your parents we, feel good about you drinking and smoking on the weekends.
0: <laughs> we barely had any athletes in our FCA. I think there was like mm. out of the maybe ours were pretty people. much
1: ours were pretty much exclusive FCA, and it was it was so exclusive athletes. That, like, as a soccer player, I felt like I shouldn't have been there. Oh. Because it was, like, football, softball, all these other... And I also, like, wasn't in the in crowd as well. And so, like, I've... Even there were, like, track and field people there. And I was like, this is a little too ritzy for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> the track and field is here. Yeah. The soccer, are we- people are, soccer people are just theater people who can run. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: We had just girls basketball players and then just like me and a bunch of other like band kids. That was. What are you trying to say, stuff. Scott? What are you trying to say about girls basketball? Nothing at all. I'm saying they were the only athletes. Why? In the room. Mm-hmm.
1: You and maybe just, some other people. Mm-hmm. You just said FCA wasn't made up of athletes.
0: <laughs> I meant most of it, but Scott? also have you watched the
1: WNBA? Oops. Okay. Yeah. Cancel Scott. <laughs> Everybody cancel Scott.
0: <laughs> I don't care.
1: <laughs> oh so that that is a statement that 10 years from now when you're doing your comedy central special
0: yeah i hope they so- find this and yeah i would love to I, it's not that the WNBA is bad okay. but uh, okay if i had the choice here's, here's, here's your, here's your NBA, shovel
1: here's your shovel in this the if hole. i had the
0: choice between the nba in a WNBA game i know what i'm picking hands down hands down i know where i'm going I'll let you finish that sentence for me.
1: <laughs> I think I, I, I would not watch basketball because I don't like basketball.
0: Oh, safe out there. I don't like
1: basketball. I think like the only part of basketball that matters is the last like thirty seconds. Oh, well, it's it. I I like a little bit of basketball, but yeah. Well, because you're a dumb Hoosier. That's right. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, you um, come after me, people from Indiana. Get,
0: cancel me. That's fine. Yeah. Um
1: Scott so, speaking yeah, of sports let's talk about this thing. Yeah. Speaking of sports, I got a, I got from our favorite football coach at Clemson University, Dabo Swinney. That right sounds here. made up. That's his actual name. That's silly that Dabo named him that. This is what he had to say at the beginning of the season. I mean, for me, we we built this program on NIL. We really did. And, and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we built this program uh, in God's name, image, and likeness. And that's how I look at it. So,
0: Evan, describe in 15 seconds what NIL is for the listeners who are like me.
1: So before NIL, college players could not make money off of anything they couldn't make money in any respect um anything related to football or yeah. basketball or whatever sport they were playing um and then nil got like the ncaa said all right you can make money off of name image and likeness which is what nil stands for that's why you'll see like a college football player every now and then It's like bryce young was in like every dr pepper commercial you know that's why, like, yeah, uh, so many. You might see a college football player in some like national commercials, or like f- locally, you might see their name on a billboard or associated with a local commercial. Um, the idea here, so one, Dabo has refused to latch on to the NIL thing. So, speaking from a football standpoint, he just doesn't like NIL, and refuses to go down that route.
0: Stay with us, it, listeners.
1: Yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm adding that context to what I'm about to say, which is, since he made that statement, Clemson's 0-2 this football season, so he came out swinging, and he was like, we didn't, we didn't use NIL. We, we use God's NIL, God's name, image, and likeness, and he hasn't won a game this season.
0: What does that say? I, I find it so fascinating that coaches players can invoke the name of christ into their game like we're gonna we're gonna focus this season on god and then they just lose what is that how do you justify that do you just say well actually god wasn't with our team never mind or we did something wrong how do you think they justify it
1: i i think about the uh, videos out there that are like (laughs) there's one video i saw that was like you it was your weekend to be with your son and you saw him get absolutely wrecked by a <laughs> team that had a dog as a basketball player <laughs> <laughs> so like i, I think about it from that aspect like you can I, I, it insert this whole like christian sports stuff like it's just kind of how we talked about with fellowship of christian athletes it's inserting god where not it's not like that god doesn't belong there but it's that like What's God doing there? What What's God like? How? Why is it important? Yeah, it's
0: a game. Yeah, it's a game. Like, that's why I don't get is I understand people's livelihoods and their careers that they're putting on the line. But it sounds just as silly as like a salesperson. Like, I hope we sell more than, you know, Bob's auto across the street. You know, it's like,
1: I'm going to pray for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pray. I hope God helps me and demolishes him. It's like, it is a game. It is. It's just nothing more than that. And I don't understand why, like, putting God in the middle of it is such a good idea. And But Christians love doing that. They just oh, yeah. love, like...
1: God at the I'm, center of everything. I've been watching, think, yeah. Do you think, because the Olympics used to be bare-ass naked back in the day, <laughs> do you think you had, like, a Christian Olympian crew bare-ass naked? Come on, guys. That were just like, all right, so this this season... This uh, that this one discus throw is gonna be for, gonna be all for God. <laughs> Jimmy, your nuts hanging out. Yeah. Oh, it always is. <laughs> yeah. Jim Jimithis, you're gonna do a great job today. Thomas, you're gonna run really hard. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> this you're what's gonna. What's the
0: worst sport to be naked? Evan, worst what's the sport worst one to watch <sighs> or do naked.
1: Football, think? probably <laughs> I think by One, the necessity of the pads And then two, like Just easily just get like Cock punched, like right there Baseball seems rough There's Baseball does swinging. seem rough And a lot of sliding A lot of sliding,
0: a lot of dirt could
1: get in crevices Dirt getting crevices Beach really, vo- all of them Beach Not volleyball anything. would be rough
0: Yeah, they're almost practically nude anyway though if you ever watched it, it's...
1: Yeah, but I think lot. like they're at like the point where it's like, okay, this could get worse. And if True. you remove the clothes, it definitely does. Ice hockey um,
0: seems pretty bad, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Or even just golf. I don't know why golf seems funny to me, but... <laughs> Man, <laughs> golf seems like
1: an invasion of privacy if you're naked doing it. All those people staring at you. But just,
0: uh, I don't get Christians like bringing God into sports and it's like if it, it, I find it fascinating that God has time and effort to care about someone winning a game, like yeah. he's going to take his attention away from something else to make sure that your team wins the, you know, semi-finals or whatever yeah. in this game. Here's, Like,
1: Here's what's wild to me. Um, if you're putting God, if you think that the answer to your season or the answer to winning is putting God at the center of your football team, your sports, whatever. OJ Simpson was a really good football player.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was the like,
1: isn't, is and he wasn't exactly a God fearing man. I don't know if you've, if, if, if you he ever, did it,
0: if, if you, he did it. Okay,
1: well then let's go with somebody who did it. He Michael wrote the book. Vick. Michael Vick was an amazing football player. Deshaun Watson is still good. Oof. These are bad people. Brett Favre is a Brett, good quarterback. Brett Favre was a good quarterback and cheated people out of money, like.
0: Yeah, and showed some Wrangler picks to some of the people that weren't his wife. <gasps>
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, but, and here's, here's the thing. So, and this gets into a little bit of race because it's like, okay, like, yeah, Michael Vick's horrible. Deshaun Watts is horrible. Brett Favre made a mistake.
0: How dare you, Evan? How dare you just say it was a mistake? He ruined lives by sending those dick pics.
1: <laughs> Talk to any Christian Packers fan. Oh, about you mean Brett my whole Favre. family? <laughs> I'm curious. what is, What's your family's opinion about Brett Favre?
0: Oh, he's fine. They ignore okay. stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah, like They're just sure. like,
0: he's just, that's whatever. They yeah. don't like Aaron Rodgers now.
1: Because he's a drug dealer and he's with the Ever jets. since
0: he did ayahuasca <laughs> and went on a trip with his girlfriend to like wherever to do drugs, they're like, yeah. he's a bad guy. We don't like him anymore. I like
1: him. He used he to is- be a
0: good dude
1: he never was no he's from california <laughs> he, he never he never was like this the whole thing that like bothers me with all of this it's like yeah you're, like i think it's equally funny um because and i'm gonna shit on him now Get him. Uh, because auburn football fucking does this and i know i'm coming from a place of bias but auburn really does put religion at the center of everything what
0: is the point i just don't understand like
1: because you because if you're bad then at least you're still a good person i think that's what at the end of the day is if you're bad at what you do at least you're still a good person georgia kept mark rigged for an ungodly amount of time because he was a good christian man georgia during those times should have been competing for the sec championship 12 fucking years in a row and they only showed up twice. They they were good enough, and he's just he was so bad, and mm. I, I could go on for this. And I know, like I know ninety percent of our listeners do not give Stay a with rat's us ass. I the opened point, up this
0: can of worms with Evan today, and he's he's getting red in the face and sweating. Hurry! Uh,
1: but like the <laughs> it, put it in any other context, any other context. Well, yeah. If you just the- keep somebody on because they're a good Christian person, but they're just dog shit at their job. Yes. And the other part of it was Mark Ritt couldn't keep his players out of fucking prison. They just kept going to jail. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it, it, you know who he is? You know who he is? He's the football coach that shows up at the end of... um The movie I haven't seen.
0: It better no, be a movie I've seen.
1: No, it's the... Uh, a commercial. It's the Kendrick Brothers movie, the one about football, Facing the Giants. He's Ew. the football coach that shows up at the end there. Because I was at the height of his Christian popularity.
0: Is he the one, the football coach with the really nice pair of, you know, balls? (laughs) (laughs) Footballs. (laughs) He just carries around a really nice pair of footballs.
1: No, like he goes into the locker room and like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he's like standing behind the cam, like back to the camera, like he's fucking Nick Fury, Uh, (laughs) and then he's just like, hey there. Don, or whatever the fuck his name is. I, I just this. wanted to give you like a little bit of encouragement on this season. I think you're doing a good job with these boys.
0: I just think Christian sports is such a funny thing because it has our country by just a chokehold. People love tying in God with their teams. Like, not to bring down the, the mood, but like the whole DeMar Hamlin stuff that was last year, you would have thought everybody on earth suddenly was like, God is watching every football game imaginable. You know, it's like, of course, it was a very, like, wild and heartwarming story. But at the end of the day, I was like, people were just like, see, God is like, he's taking care of everything in the football games. I'm like, yeah, but they also... they're still losing. <laughs> no, so like, if you really cared, maybe they would have won every championship since, but yeah. to think that God has like favorite teams is so mind blowing to me that like people think like God's going to make our team better than their team. Like, I don't know. It's, I can't describe the ick I have with Christian athletes and, and Christian sports, but
1: stepping out of that for a little bit, I, there's a like sense memory of, We're just watching. uh, We're going to be here for a little bit. We're watching DeMar Hamlin. We'll keep you posted on uh, his uh, condition. And thoughts and prayers go out to his family. We'll be back after this. Whopper, 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 whopper. (laughs) Just the hard cut that just happened is just there in my brain. Double
0: whopper, whopper, whopper.
1: God. And it was just like. What the fuck? Like, why are we fighting? This guy might have just died while I was pulling up the Burger King app. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I hate hate the brains in charge of football. I think that's what it goes down to. I hate the brains in charge of football and the brains that are in it. Just because it's so, there's no thought happening at any point in time. And kind of going back to what we're kind of talking about uh, with religion, I don't like, I don't like religion being inserted into really anything. I don't like it showing up anywhere. I don't like it showing up, uh, especially when it comes to football. But Christians in particular seem to just have this idea that their God is watching their football game. yeah, Which I think is convincing for Ohio State, your Alabamas, your Michigans, your Texases out there. But what about your like middle Tennessee state?
0: Well, I always think about <laughs> like, there's these teams that like, there are Catholic schools that play each other. Like what, whose side has God on in the end there? Like they're both praying for the same outcome. Like,
1: Notre Dame plays like the Citadel or yeah, Holy I'm like, Cross. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's like, wrecks them. And it's like, well, that's what God does like Notre people. Dame more.
0: <laughs> it's like, just take three more steps logically and think about it. Like, if you're praying for a win, what do you think the other team's doing? You think they're just praying for a loss? Like, oh God, I hope, hope we don't win today. Safe. <laughs> I hope that you know what that other team. I saw them praying a little harder than we did, so they deserve yeah. it. I hope God helps them. And also the thought that like God is just actively helping a team. Like he's gonna help put a little bit more spiral on a ball, or he's gonna because that's the other, like to I think to put a cap on this is. Christian like athlete prayer time is a very funny thing. Like I've been watching some last chance you lately and binging it. And some teams will just do the classic, like Lord's prayer. Cause they don't know what else. to. Whose pray. father, our father. Yeah.
1: Whose will. But his some
0: will. will be like, dear Lord, like help us absolutely fucking demolish the team across from us tonight. Like they will pray for destruction and like help us punch them in the mouth, Lord. And it's like, what is going on? <laughs> like I just I don't understand. I don't know. Hey,
1: if you don't if you don't ask, you don't get an answer.
0: That's right. Yeah. Well, speaking of asking, speaking of getting some asks in and some
1: prayers in. We're, we're gonna talking talk about, about uh, we're talking about short Zacchaeus. That's right. Short King Tiny himself. Zacchaeus. Minuscule. Pift little bleak. Zacchaeus. Never been bullied in his whole life. He's never... (laughs) Until this Bible story came out (laughs) and he was like, guys, it's just Zacchaeus. I'm the only Zacchaeus in this book. Why do we got to call me little Zacchaeus?
0: Doesn't that suck? I mean, I'm assuming most listeners know who Zacchaeus is. Long story short, it's it's a story about a tax collector. We're going to get into it, but he's known for being of short stature. But I find it hilarious that they wrote that... I mean, the whole story is about him being short. Like, half of the plot is that he's too short, and that's forever listed in history.
1: It's like, it's like how we talked about Doubting Thomas one time. Yeah. Geez. And Thomas was like, guys, it's just Thomas.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> please. Old Doubting Thomas over Old here. Old Doubting Thomas over here. My name's Thomas, please. <laughs> so Let's uh, get into it. Yeah, Luke 19, uh, he, being Jesus, entered Jericho, being a city, and was passing through. There was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was mucha rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able because of the crowd, since he was a short itty-bitty wheel a man. That's what it says here. Yep. Uh, so running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus, since he was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus. Hurry and come down, because today I must stay at your house. So he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully. All who saw it began to complain, he's gone to lodge with a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, I'll give half of my possessions to the poor, Lord. And if I've extorted anything from anyone, I'll pay back four times as much. Today salvation has come to this house, Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost. There it is.
0: Short and sweet.
1: Short. Yep. Sh- and sweet. short and sweet. <laughs> um, so the very the reason this story is, or how how I am aware of it, is a little song like Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. Hmm. He climbed up in a sycamore tree For the lord he wanted to see That's all I know the rest of it could be like He crashed down and broke his leg And had to go to the ER Then his family left him and his wife All left him
0: and his children all hated him after that
1: And he (laughs) developed a (laughs) Yep He developed a drinking problem And went to AA on Fridays
0: Then he also developed a rare blood disease And then he died in the middle of the street And that's That's it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's horrible. Um yeah, I this was like one of those classic Sunday school like early stories we were taught as kids. It's mm-hmm. up there with you know uh Noah in the Ark and Jonah and the whale and Daniel and the lion's den. and for some reason we always had uh Zacchaeus
1: story at some point in the year. Honestly, do, yeah probably the most child-friendly story out of all of those yes yeah absolutely <laughs> like, like i'm sitting here we, we were talking about this earlier and i was sitting here thinking i was like that's not we can't this isn't necessarily a weird bible story it's just weird with the stories that it's often paired with yeah in this sense
0: it, you really think about noah and the ark and it's like a very uh gritty and horrifying story it's a
1: genocide
0: it. yeah and it's always just painted as like, it's always painted on the side of a children's nursery in a church with yeah. like fun elephants and giraffes just like laughing and smiling and rainbows <laughs> and all the dead people floating in the water around the ark.
1: <laughs> and all the dead animals too.
0: And all the dead animals too. Yeah. I, this one is definitely a, a, more palatable for yeah. the younger, the
1: youngins. What was the message of this story for you?
0: Honestly, like rereading this, it's, I, for some reason I thought it was a, a longer story. It's super quick. Um, but it was always framed as you have to go like hard for your faith in Jesus. Like you have mm. to, God damn it. <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to really want your faith in Christ mm. just as like he has climbed the tree and then you have to repay your wrongs and forgive the thing. Like in order to accept your salvation, you must forgive and like receive the gift of forgiveness as, as well. But, uh, I don't know. What was What about for you? What was the, I think for name? me, it was
1: like, uh, it was no matter who you are, you could, ah mm, uh, yes, get to that point. You could like, you could be a Christian, no matter what your past, no matter what's, you know, who you are, like how physically, tall you are, yeah, how tall you are, how short you are, what color is your skin, what this, that, or the other. Like, um, it was all, you know, Jesus was looking for everybody, and it's just a matter of reaching out and grabbing them um, reaching Grab out getting him. to him, reaching out and just climbing up that sycamore tree, um, which always makes me think of whenever I see sycamore, I, it makes me think of like something I saw one time. That's like, uh, when the moon hits your knees and you mispronounce tree sycamore,
0: uh, Evan, hang up the headset
1: now. I <laughs> know I need to, <laughs> hang um, it up. Oh
0: my God.
1: But, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get back to my point. Um, <laughs> yeah. there's a, a it was always kind of painted as this kind of beautiful, and and this is whenever I see tax collector in the Bible, I think there's oh, a yeah. point trying to be made that uh, the Jewish people that are following Jesus are being all hoity-toity, um, or it's paired with a Pharisee, yeah, and Jesus is kind of being like, no, this is for everybody. Um, look how better this tax collector is than all of you who think that you've arrived. Um.
0: I always felt bad for these stories because in my understanding as like a kid, what a tax collector was was like, he was just doing his job. Like I was just thinking like, oh, he's just like, you know, going around and getting taxes like a good person does taxes, you know, just gains them for <laughs> absolutely no personal gain, just goes around <laughs> Because obviously, tech, people would never just steal money from people. Why would they ever do that? Yeah,
1: why would they ever do that? Why would they? Why would
0: someone ever take money from a good, hardworking family like this?
1: <laughs> why? Why would the tax collectors be viewed as uh, <laughs> occupiers <laughs> in any sense? I was such a bootlicker
0: as a kid. I think I was just like, why would someone working for the government do something
1: bad? <laughs> <laughs> All these Jewish, all the these Jewish people are really angry at these people who are just trying to make sure that everybody just is proud to be a Roman. <laughs> and I'm proud
0: to be, to be a, a Roman, Roman. <laughs> where I'm not really that free. <laughs>
1: yeah, I and I won't it, forget the man who died right there next to me. <laughs> oh
0: boy um so i I had a weird understanding of this as a kid and then it finally after growing up and kind of revisiting a story like in high school and i don't honestly remember like reading this i I mean i would like read through the new testament but i would just kind of gloss over the story i didn't really Uh,
1: yeah heard it before yeah heard it yeah it's like batman's origin story it's like okay i can skip Uh, through this i know what happens
0: got enough of this but uh I do remember having to kind of studying and and getting a better understanding of like how people viewed tax collectors in that time. Um, Essentially just like sanctioned thieves of the town of just like going around, taking whatever you wanted from people um, and being able to just get away with it because you had that seal of approval. But um, I'm curious from this story now, Evan. um, Well, one, I want to just talk about... What is what's the I think we're highlighting how he's a tax collector, but why do they have to highlight that he's short too? What does that offer in this story to you? Why even bring up his shortness? Well,
1: because he had to climb up to the tree to see Jesus. He didn't let he didn't let his like physical whatever, his physical limitations get in the way of him wanting to see Jesus. How short do you think he was? People were real short back then. <laughs> so Jesus was probably like 5'6". So this guy might have been 4'11". So
0: you're saying anyone with 4'11 has a physical ailment that...
1: <laughs> I, I didn't say physical ailment. I said physical limitation. And Okay. And I mean like try and reach the top shelf at Giant. Like... <laughs> A Kroger. Like I'm. <laughs> this is the most cancelable episode so far.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm just curious how sure he was. Like if he was yeah. just because it's just as he couldn't see around the
1: crowd. Like which sometimes I if I'm think... at a concert,
0: I can't see around people.
1: I <laughs> think he was a Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm trying what... to get out of you. <laughs> that's. I think that's exactly what he, what he was. I think he was like. He he was baking cookies in in the tree.
0: In the sycamore tree with his other yeah. little friends. Well,
1: no, his brothers were Keebler elves and he was a tax collector. And so he For like, the Keebler Elves. Yeah. Well for everybody. He he kinda like left he the Kepler. He only two E. L. fudges. Yeah, and he was like, I'm going to accounting school. Um <laughs> and so he went off, became <laughs> a tax collector, uh, in Palestine. And, <laughs> <to> s- and- <laughs> You know, every Thanksgiving or every, you know, Christmas is real awkward because they're like, everybody's talking about, you know, the different recipes. We made fudge stripes all week. (laughs) Oh, boy, that sounds real good. Zacchaeus, (laughs) how's work? It's good, ma. Not that you would be proud of it. I'm a successful man now, no thanks to you.
0: Oh, God. I cannot. Yeah, I think he was. How tall are the Keebler Elves? Quick, quick gut check. Quick gut check. Don't Google it. I will. uh, You guess. uh, (laughs) Keebler elf height now. Three inches. Not even close. Really? They say Ernie the Keebler elf (laughs) proudly stands at the waist height of an average adult. Along with the rest of the Keebler elves. How? No. The Keebler elves? Are we talking about the same elves? That I'm just—that was the first result on Google, which is always right. That's the number one answer on Google is always the correct. Keebler Elf. We're
1: well, gonna, in my in my brain, he's more Snap Crackle Pop elves. So oh, Snap
0: Crackle Pop—they like fit in the cereal bowl.
1: Yeah. So they're like three inches. Yeah, I think Zacchaeus was a Snap Crackle and Pop. <laughs> I think I think it's snap crackle pop, the family snap crackle pop and Zacchaeus, and Zacchaeus went off and became Shadrach I-
0: Meshach Abednego, <laughs> no. also snap crackle and pop, known colloquially,
1: <laughs> aka snap crackle and pop, snap crackle pop and Zach, <laughs> and Zacchaeus went off and became a tax collector. Oh. and every every year they have to go back to their tree for fudge striping for tree Christmas I don't fucking know and (laughs)
0: tree Christmas
1: and then Zacchaeus came back one time and they were like Zacchaeus you look a little different and he's like I'm a Christian now ma (laughs) she's like what's that what's that and he's like well we're celebrating tree Christmas so do you think Jesus died for elves (laughs) This gets into an interesting question. About, it really does about like aliens and shit.
0: I have thought about this a lot. Everyone, I know you want to talk about Zacchaeus today, but you're not having it. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're but,
0: getting football and aliens. <laughs> yeah,
1: football and aliens. That's what this episode is really about. Um, so, if Jesus died for all of creation, did he? Then? That means that means that he died for aliens. But did he only appear to us, or did he appear to aliens as well did he
0: he had to watch the aliens sin in order to die for their sins, yeah, so whatever alien porn they were looking at, he had to <laughs> <laughs> he also had to view that like a nightmare, just like no, ah
1: there, there, were, there were, and there were similar Pauline letters that were like. Squids don't fuck with octopuses.
0: <laughs> Lady squids, stop preaching.
1: <laughs> Lady squids, stop preaching.
0: Or I guess they wouldn't. They wouldn't really know. There's like, if you have three nipples on your head, then you can be a pastor. If you only have two, then you have to make. Look,
1: it only makes sense that those of us with mouths can do the preaching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just remember like. It's <laughs> just stupid. I love this so much. Um, I do remember thinking about that as a kid about if we were to ever find life. I think it's I remember sometime in school we were just talking about like, oh, there's like a, you know, Mars rover was about the land. And I thought, what if we do find like an alien? And my, of course, my Christian brain immediately thinks about salvation and theology. <laughs> like, Everyone Ding. else in the room is like, "What an amazing feat of science and technology! We're gonna like break the barriers of what we know." And all I can think about is like, "Did Jesus die for that alien?" Like <laughs> that's all I could think about as a kid was like, "If Christ applied to that thing, yeah. I didn't know." So it scared if me.
1: Jesus, like if Jesus dies for died for that alien, then the gospel must be spread to that alien which means you would have to go through the trouble to learn how that alien communicates cuz it may not be language at all. Yeah, it might just be like squeaks. Yeah, it might it may just be like social cues I don't know. Like <laughs>
0: social
1: An alien could like
0: you're trying to leave a party early, but you can't say anything, (laughs) just only social cues. Just like
1: body language may be the only way this alien communicates (laughs) and have full conversations, and you gotta figure out how to put a an earthling-centric idea into that.
0: Well, the other question though is Jesus had to become man to die as a perfect sacrifice. So to me growing up, that's why animals weren't included in Salvation.
1: They were just you don't like, know that. You don't know that. You don't know if Jesus became a dog. So there was. There's a whole multiverse where Jesus. You, you became don't know a dog. if Jesus became Mrs. O'Leary's cow.
0: <laughs> Mrs. O'Leary's cow was crucified in the middle of the farm in another universe. <laughs> but that was always how it's presented to me is that he had to become what he was going to save, and so he became human. In order to save humans, so, so he would that's have why to the, become
1: he would have to become a flobnorb of planet flobnorbia, <laughs> flobnorb <laughs> to, to save all the flobnorbs. That's right.
0: Uh, so I, I don't know. Like it gets really dicey. The whole and I think that's why. Boy, this is taking a huge turn. But I think that's why I Christians don't <laughs> want to talk about science and space that much because it brings up these really strange scenarios and questions about like. Oh, well, maybe the Bible doesn't apply to uh, if we found another species or, yeah. if, you know, if we did find some <clears throat> form of and this
1: life. This opens up another question. So like with Halo, you have the covenant and it's like several <laughs> different species of aliens. Does one Jesus count for all of those different aliens that live under the same like thing?
0: Everyone, we are stone sober. It is eleven a.m. in the morning.
1: I have had sparkling water. I had
0: a cup and a half of coffee so far. I tell you, I tell you the truth. Um,
1: which, which then begs questions because since we're kind of in the same like species as like uh, apes and shit like that, does Jesus dying on the cross count for like gorillas and chimpanzees?
0: Yeah, great question.
1: Yeah, uh, get on it, scientists. Yeah, checkmate, evo- checkmate, evolutionaries. Where's the, where do we
0: find the missing link? At what point is did Jesus die for that? Like he's like, you know what? Not that ape, but ah, this one. He's this got one. a he's got a mustache. Yeah, that one can. We, I'll I'll forgive it. Since have you, ever,
1: have you ever seen like a baby chimpanzee in person? They, they look like baby humans. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Jesus. He didn't die for those. They just—they don't matter. Animals don't matter in Christian world. They are all disposable. All chimps go to hell. That's right. That's my new book coming
1: out. All chimps go to hell. That's (laughs) another answer. Like since Jesus did not die for animals, did they all go to hell? See, my understanding
0: was animals—they don't. I don't know if they would go anywhere, but if they were to go anywhere, they would go to heaven.
1: They don't matter. They don't, they don't matter. They don't matter.
0: But I would, I was always said that you're like, when my family dog died, that it, since it wasn't a Christian, it didn't get to go to heaven. <laughs> Do I make more sense? You I like that you, person? you had
1: to have this thought of like, <laughs> is my dog in heaven?
0: No, the initial it thought did, was, is my it, dog a I? Christian? <laughs> <laughs> Should my, and if so, then should my dog take communion? <laughs> that's my other book that's coming out. Should my dog take communion?
1: Because uh, oh, if you say
0: that they're believers, they have to do all the tenets like get baptized and take communion and
1: pray and stuff. All right, if you believe in your heart that and <laughs> speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, <laughs> 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 I'm
0: telling you, I was a really strange kid. At this
1: stuff. Oh, man.
0: I was really obsessed with Christian, like just lore. Like I just thought I had, I was going to figure it out. Uh, but so bring it all back to Zacchaeus, this little Keebler elf. <laughs> I'm going to say he he did not have his sins forgiven because he was an elf. So okay, none of this matters. This whole story is just a
1: sham. Tell that to C.S. Lewis. And J.R.R. Tolkien.
0: (laughs) Do they believe in Christ in those worlds? There's no Christ in the
1: Lord of the Rings universe. That's an interesting theory because, like, in C.S. Lewis, and I don't know that much, um, in C.S. Lewis, they're in, like, England's getting bombed by the Germans at the beginning of Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yikes. So they're in our world, and then they go to Narnia, and Narnia has the magical lion Jesus over there. <laughs>
0: uh, and so Aslan, right?
1: Yeah, Aslan. And so does that count as Jesus yeah for the kids? Or do they have to believe in the Jesus of Earth?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Like is there separate Line the witch wardrobe heaven that they all go to. That Christ goes yeah. like, yeah, we just don't talk about the other heaven over yeah. there. That's for the elf minotaur people. And I'm not sure.
1: End. I'm not sure if Middle Earth. I'm I'm not sure if Middle Earth is in its own existence. If it exists as a different realm of Earth, like if it does Middle like,
0: Earth live on a snowflake. That I, comes down and the Grinch steals everybody's hobbit gifts? I
1: think that's Whoville, Scott. <laughs> um, like, I don't know if the Lord of the Rings is supposed to take place as a historical narrative within our existence, or if it's just a story about a made-up place.
0: I'm going to say made-up place, but I, I think Jesus should be able to save everybody, no matter what. What if cartoons got saved? Yeah, we
1: start seeing. Like is Scooby Doo saved?
0: What about Scooby Doo? Is he a Christian?
1: The (laughs) game. Whoa, whoa, Raggy, you're going to (laughs) hell. Run or burn,
0: (laughs) listeners. You deserve a prize for making it 45 minutes into this absolute clown parade of a of a podcast episode today and I'm so proud of it though.
1: Hey boo boo marriage is between uh, a man and a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. All right, final thoughts on Zacchaeus. Final thoughts on Zacchaeus. I love the concept of like
1: unique cartoons just saying horrible like off kilter shit. I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll say it. I said, I said, stop the steal now.
0: Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Crumpy and foghorn leghorn is not what I needed
1: today.
0: (laughs) Final thoughts on Zacchaeus, Evan.
1: Um, Yeah, nice story. Yeah. Pretty nice story. Probably shouldn't have made an episode about it. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly we need an episode of (laughs) Football and Aliens. The heart
0: wants what it wants, Evan. The heart wants what it wants.
1: We knew oh, this. Oh, we needed this. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Scott, Scott, what what are you? <laughs> those are my final thoughts. It's a nice oh, little story. Boy, a nice story.
0: <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> um I'm gonna really dive into the theology and the uh, you know, cultural references of this. No, I don't I don't know. This one's fine, fine story. Um not much to really make fun of other than just short jokes. So that's all yeah. we got there. Um, <clears throat> I think I was telling you before, but for some reason, we didn't even get to this joke, is that Jesus like invites himself over. I always find that kind of a fascinating part of yeah. the story, is that he just invites himself over. He kind of looks at Zacchaeus and... Um,
1: I'm staying at your house tonight. Yeah.
0: There's like a weird... I don't know. Even as a kid, this sounds so strange, but... I always picked up like a weird vibe between Jesus and Zacchaeus. Like, there's something else going on. Like, there's some backstory. Like, they I've saw each never other. At the club. I've
1: never I gotten that vibe. i get a big vibe.
0: vibe from this story that they saw each other at some like the Elf Club earlier, and Jesus knew what Zacchaeus was all about. He was like, "I'm coming to your house later tonight." Just.
1: <laughs> We're making fudge stripes. Oof. I don't like that you use fudge stripes.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone.
1: <laughs> That's by far the worst joke we've made today.
0: Oh, Lord help me. Okay. We're cutting this whole episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you everybody so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you can go to unblessedpodcast.com. Dot com. Um, that is U N B L E S S E D P O D C A S T. Dot com thank god you spelled it i was getting a little lost <laughs> unblessedpodcast.com. uh to see where you can follow us you can also uh, reach out and ask any questions um as you can see we would love someone else's input on what we should cover
0: yes please
1: um but without further ado my name is evan and i'm scott and hell's real